Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences. Yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Well, hello. It's Wednesday. That's my favorite day of the week. I'm Janet, and this is the Higher Self Voice. And I welcome both the watchers or the viewers and the listeners to the show. Today is a big day. I promise maybe more than I can effectively handle, I, but I'm one that if I advertise I'm going to talk about something, I do. So it might be a slight rush. I go over a few minutes. I might go over a few minutes. In any case, today we're going to talk about the energetic body called the habit body. Remember that nice chart I put up, it shows the four energetic or etheric bodies the higher self often talk about, the thought form body, the habit body, the emotional body, and the creative body. I covered the thought form body, the nature of thought, how to neutralize the thought, energy, et cetera, et cetera. In previous three shows, uh, previous to today's show, and today I'm moving on to one of the the other etheric bodies called the habit body. Okay. So unlike the thought form body, the habit body doesn't contain thought forms or magnetic energy. It works differently. And I want you to imagine a beach, the tide has just gone out, and you have a beautiful landscape of sand. Okay. Now, when somebody walks on it, it leaves footprints. Or when somebody drive over it like with a dune buggy or something, it leaves tracks. Well, the energy in the habit body is very similar. It it is a field of energy that gets imprints in it. Now, where do the imprints come from? Well, they come from our thoughts. So every time we have a thought, not only do we create that magnetic thought energy that moves into the thought form body, we simultaneously make an imprint in this field, this symbolic field of sand. Of course, it's not sand. It's very powerful energy, and I'm going to get to that in just a second. And every like thought, just like in the thought form body, every like thought moves to the thought form body and is magnetically attracted to the like thoughts you've had before. Well, in the same way, every like thought deepens the imprint that you carry at the habit body level, okay? Now, <clears throat> this means that these two bodies are really working very much together. And here's, it's not only the thought, but here's, here's the thing. The, the habit body is, in fact, 
does in fact carry the energy uh, that propels us to action. So these imprints then are the sort of doorway or trigger to have us act. And the deeper the imprint, the more energy is propelling us to act. Okay? Now, there are no new imprints, just to make sure you understand that. We've had every kind of thought over some lifetime and many, many lifetimes. All right? So just like there's really no new thought forms that are created, they're just added to by the current thought we're having now, it's the same with the habit body. Now, okay, let me just check my notes because I'm telling you this is bit up a lot today. Um, okay. So sometimes the thought that the actions that we take come from very ingrained habit patterns, very engraved, very deep imprints or crevices that we unconsciously repeat the same kind of action without even thinking about it. Um, and some of them are relatively neutral. Some of them are relatively insignificant, like I, for one, I know that when I'm putting on my pants in the morning, I always put my left leg in first. Does it matter one way or the other? Not really. There's a lot of those kind of neutral or insignificant actions or habits that we have that we literally never think of. And there are many others. How about the giggling when we're nervous, you know, or... uh, if we're male and we're shaving, we shave the very same way every time. So it's we have so many of these sort of neutral habits, we don't give a second thought to them, and they really are insignificant. Some are more positive. Um, you get up and you brush your teeth every morning, or you uh, watch the morning news show or something and inform yourself about whatever's going on. There's very positive kind of simple habits that we all have. Some of the more negative ones would be we're about to sit down and watch TV, and every time we do that, we run in and grab a snack to eat. Or maybe we're going through the checkout line at the grocery store, and we see all those things that are right at the checkout line, and we have a habit of just buying, doing impulse buying. And then at some point, we, we realize, you know, I really didn't need that. So that kind of thing could be a little bit more troublesome, more problematic, however you want to look at it. However, when we get to the really bad habits, this means that the habit imprints are like crevasses. They are very, very, very deep. And they're working solidly with the thought team because when we do an action, what do we do? We have thoughts about the action. So if we want to have a cigarette, for example, and I'm going to talk about smoking in a bit as an example. If we want a cigarette, we have all bunch of thoughts about cigarettes, and then we get a cigarette, and then we have more cigarettes about the cigarettes, more, more thoughts about smoking. So not only are we doing the action of smoking, but we have thoughts simultaneously add to the smoking thought energies and deepening the imprint simultaneously. So they, they really do work together, and they're powerful, very, very powerful. Now, the deepest, deepest ingrained 
crevices and habits that, where the imprints are very, very old, very, very deep, very, very long time, long enhanced, those also carry a lot of emotional element, which makes them even more difficult. For example, smoking. This is a smoking example. When, when people smoke, they, uh, it's not just about the nicotine addiction. Smoking has become for them a lifestyle. It's breaks at work. It's activity with friends, you know, speaking and hanging out with friends. It can be a stress reliever, that sort of thing. When you're anxious or you're stressed, you reach for a cigarette. And many, many more elements of smoking uh, that affect different people in different ways. So the, the fact of the matter is that it isn't just about a nicotine habit, addiction. It's a habit because you've made it a lifestyle. You know, you sit after you eat, <laughs> you have a cigarette. After you do whatever else, you have a cigarette. So the point is mm. that smoking is a lifestyle, and it is much more than just the nicotine addiction. So that when we go to deal with or neutralize these very, very deep crevices, these very, very deep habits, it's probably not going to be neutral in one go. Now, what other things do we find other than smoking of these very deeply, very complex ingrained habits? Drug addiction, overeating, obsessive compulsive behaviors, uh, you know, all of those kind of things, they are so difficult and they are difficult to move past or to dissolve because they are highly complex and they do contain much uh, more than just the simple habit of putting the pants on one left leg at, at first and then the right leg every time. It is a much more complex situation and it does take time with the neutralizing. Okay, so how do you, how do you neutralize the habit body? Keep in mind it is not carrying the magnetic energy of the thought form body. So when you use the divine light, yes, we use that same kind of divine light I've been talking about since the start, that pure soul essence light, the originating source light, uh, the help of your fifth dimensional side. When we use all that divine energy, uh, what we're doing is we're not demagnetizing like we do in the thought form body. Instead, that energy moves in and fills the, the, the imprint, the crevices. I mean, I keep saying crevices because when I've gone into my own thought form, I mean, my own habit body, oh my gosh, I can see the deep crevices. Now, the way we learned how to do it is we would call in, we'd move into the habit body and we'd call in whatever the habit imprints were that we were working on at the time. But I saw the landscape all around me, and it was pitted. I mean, it looked like, you know, using the sand analogy, it looked like people were walking and driving over the sand of a beach for eons. I mean, just impassable, really, no longer recognizable as a nice, smooth beach with just a few footprints on it. So... That's what I, but we don't, you don't have to do that method now. But when we do call in the divine energy, it moves into and fills the crevices. It fills them so that it evens out and deactivates the propellant 
of that energy in that field, whatever that habit is. And so when, and I'm going to be talking about this when I get to the emotional body, which I'm going to start next week. I'm not sure if it'll be two weeks or three. It's a little more complex than the habit body, and I worked three times, three shows on the thought form body, and I most likely will do three on the emotional body. But in any case, when I get to that, I will explain that we can be neutralizing simultaneously all of these bodies when we work on whatever pattern or issue that we have. So that's the good news. I'm breaking it down so that you understand what is, in fact, happening. That divine energy knows what to do right? As long as we invite it in, give it permission to be active and direct it to where we want it to go, okay? And even if we make a mistake and we direct it to the elbow and the knee needs healing, I've said this to you before, it will go to the knee because you have the soul given permission to that energy to work. So, hey guys, it's a good thing. Okay, so I just want to make sure okay. So anyway, the, this brings us to karma. All right. Karma comes up when the higher selves are talking about the habit body because it is related to the habits. It is related. So in, in the, many people sort of think of karma as the law of cause and effect. In other words, for every action, there is a reaction. So if you do something, it will return to you, good, bad, or indifferent, it will return to you, you know, your karmic, the karmic response. And, um, and often some people think that the soul returns over and over again in order to pay off, so to speak, those karmic ties. And Anyway, so that's, I think, generally what it can be out there, out, what it is out there. I don't know that much, but that's what the higher self has indicated. Uh, I mean, you know, as you know, I don't really study the other modalities, but I'm just giving you the higher self perspective, all right? You can stand between belief and disbelief in that center of neutrality, and I really recommend you do that because I'm about to tell you some very interesting information that might be hard for you to rub wrap your head around. Okay. Now, what the higher south say, they present a little bit different viewpoint. They say that karma is really a habit. So often, we are unaware. We don't understand the energetic body. We don't understand what's really going on. And we play out over and over again the repeating patterns in our lives, lifetime after lifetime even, because we're just not aware of what is going on and what is driving us. So the, we, we move into the continual habit of repeating patterns like poor relationships or financial hardship or shifts or struggles or pains or whatever it is that we, we repeat and we all have repetition in our lives. You know, that's for sure. So, okay. So, but they, the higher self go on to explain that karma really isn't related to the soul it is related, the, the karmic action is related to the energetics that we carry, okay? What the situation is that 
as we've gone through this life and all of our lives, we keep creating these energetics, the thought energy, the habit energy, the emotional energy, which I haven't explained yet. And it's these energetics that create the fuel for our outer reality. That's what's creating your outer reality. And I will be explaining that too after I do the emotional body. And we just kind of allow it to go. The soul, in essence, gives permission for the energetics to be in charge of our lives. I know. It gives permission for the bad relationships of the poor financial situations or the struggles in any way, other way, ways and, you know, all of our difficulties. We allow it because we kind of just stand by and we're, we're, it's usually because we don't know we have that pure soul essence inside, guys. We don't realize. And even if we know we have something inside, we may not know how to use it, how to access it, how to activate it, how to give it permission. And so we just kind of become the victim, so to speak, and just keep repeating the habits, the actions, the, the, the poor patterns, the, the, the difficulties, the issues, whatever it is we're carrying off. We just allow them to repeat because we don't realize that all we need to do is neutralize those. That's all we need to do to break the karmic ties. We only need to tune in to that divine energy inside, access it and activate it and neutralize, dissolve, and get rid of those energetics. Then instead of being a victim of our energetic bodies, we move into being in charge now. So in fact, the higher self said, there isn't any karma whatsoever but one, and I'll get that to that in a second, there isn't any karma that we can't dissolve at, at a moment. We don't, at the soul level, need to allow it just to keep repeating itself. Now, it doesn't mean that it wouldn't take some time to dissolve and shift all of our patterns, but you've heard my results show. You know the amazing changes you can bring into your life because of this work. And so what the higher selves are saying is that once we stop buying into the program, they used to use that phrase with the karma thing, it's around because we bought into the program. And it doesn't mean that this life, you have to believe that. Because we've been in many, many lives, that many, many spiritual modalities, many cultures and societies that have this karmic idea and it's just misinterpreted and misread. And so we have it at the inner levels as well. We carry it at the belief system level. Even though we're not aware, perhaps some of us do believe in it, but some, some of us may not think we believe in it, but we all carry it. So the higher selves just say, you know, we bought into the program, and so we allow ourselves in a way to be victims of our own energetic bodies. And once we understand we carry that divine nature within, that we can deal with all of that, all of those karmic patterns, karmic patterns can be dissolved, okay? The one thing that can't be dissolved, one thing that can't be forgiven, the one thing that can't be just neutralized away is the killing off of the physical body. That's the one reason 
the human soul continues to incarnate, not the only reason, I mean, we incarnate for a lot of reasons, but we will always continue to return until we get the idea that the body is as important as the soul. So that the killing off of the body, in fact, imprisons the soul in the human kingdom. Why? Because we can't graduate. Now, many, many listening to this show are already fifth dimensional carrying the dual soul nature. But we had to realize that when we were moving the human king in, through the human kingdom, the humanities at this moment have to get to that point that it's not just the soul that is everlasting, that it's also the body. And so once at the human soul level, that realization and understanding and that knowingness comes in, then that individual, that person is ready to go through the process of graduating into the fifth dimension. So that's the one thing we can't neutralize. We can't make the higher self say in quotes, it's the one unpardonable sin because there really isn't sin in the way we look at it. That's why they, they would put quotes around it. But it is the one thing that we keep returning to or the, when we were human and humanities keep returning lifetime after lifetime until they come to understand that. Otherwise, they are, excuse me, imprisoned in the human kingdom and would not be able to continue their evolutionary process. Eventually, all souls get there. You know, no soul is lost. No, no soul is, is stuck in eternity somewhere that doesn't happen. But the understanding and having that conscious realization helps move the ball along. Okay? Okay. So... What they said is that the, um, again, the repeating patterns, it's not, oh, you know, with something bad in our life is sometimes we say, oh, I must have done something really terrible in another life to deserve this in this life. It isn't that at all, guys. I hope you understand that, that it really is this energetic garbage and we need to neutralize it, okay? Now, um, the other part I want to bring to your attention is if, if we are creating these energetics through thought, through action, we're creating imprints, we're creating the energy identities, the thought forms, the altered realities in the thought form body, we're doing that. They, these energies are soulless and mindless and willless. They are simply energy, the energy in the thought form body being the magnetic energy, the energy in the habit body being the energy that, guess what, propels us to action. Well, if we've created the energies, we can uncreate create it. The higher self, I have a handy-dandy quote I'm going to read you. The key phrase here is, nothing can happen to me in the soul, in the soul unless in the soul I've allowed it to be there or I have created, created it. In essence, what they're saying is that we're not puppets of a male God. We're not puppets of a female God. We're not even puppets of the originating source. In fact, originating source, in one way you could look at it, is our puppet because we carry it and we can use that energy any way we want. We, if we've created it, we can uncreate it. So we can move from the victim place where the energies are creating all of our patterns 
to the place of being the directing identity and moving into the lives that we truly want for ourselves. And, of course, a lot more. It really opens up so much more and helps us all unfold. Okay. So we can will for ourselves to do the clearing, to do the cleaning up, to do the um, dissolving and neutralizing instead of just standing by and allowing ourselves to be victims of our energetic field. So that, in fact, is the end of what I was going to say, and I'm early even. <laughs> the time is early. I just raced through it. I left out a lot. But in any case, it is what it is, and there's no reason to keep keep going. I do want to just let you know that starting next week, we are, again, we're going to be doing working on the emotional element, emotional part of the energetic field we carry. It's very important information. No more important than the thought energy or no more important than the habit energy. They're just powerful energies that are operational in our lives constantly, 24-7. So it's not more powerful, but it's a little bit more, not difficult, but a it takes a little time to really clarify it. I want to have you guys walk away from understand, you know, from the information, the emotion, really understanding it at that gut level and understanding not only what it is for itself, but how it interacts with the other, uh, the other two etheric bodies, the habit and the thought form body. And then when I get to the creative body, you're going to have the foundation to understand just how Without knowing, we just weave our outer realities using all the fuel we've created, fuel that is soulless, mindless, and willless, and we just kind of stand by and let it happen because we didn't know, we didn't understand. And when I started with Joan Culpepper way back in the 80s, this is where they started. For two years, they just, I mean... It didn't seem like hammering at the time, but I look back on it and I go, wow, they really hammered us. They wanted us to understand in great detail, much more, much more detail than I've shared with all of you. If you guys are interested in more detail, I have a lot more in my book, uh, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. It also does address the habits, but I couldn't put habits in the title. <laughs> anyway, my books are available on Amazon. Uh, they're also available on Kindle and iBook and, you know, all Book Nook or whatever the Barnes & Noble one is. They're available in a lot of different places, so whatever is your druthers, you might want to take a look at it and and see if you're, if you're interested Some. Some people aren't. Some people really like to hear or, uh, you know, audio learners and whatever. So anyway, if you have any questions, if you want a private session, if you want to make a comment, suggestions even, please email me, jvvmrichmond at gmail.com, jvvmrichmond, okay, and it's J, J as in Janet, D is two victors, Victor, Victor, Mary Richmond at Gmail. Uh, I will get back to you. I always do. 
may take me a day or two, depending on what's going on, but I'm, I'm always, I'll always get back to you. And if you don't hear back to me, from me, email me again. <laughs> uh, but I will. I'll get back to you. And with that, I really wish you all a wonderful week, and thank you for being a part of the show. I feel like, you know, we're really building a community, and I look forward to many, many more weeks. I have no plans to end the show. Been doing it since 2011. It's a different format now, but I do love it, so it will continue for a long time. And that's why I say you can suggest things to me, because I have so much material. I have no problem coming up with ideas to present, but if I have a suggestion, somebody who really wants to know something about something, something you've been confused about, something that doesn't sit right with you, something that you've heard about, but you'd like to have some higher self viewpoint on it, please suggest. I'm really open to that too. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye, and I hope you understood that powerful habit body. And now I have to do the outro. Goodbye, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, HigherSelfVoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.